Hello and welcome to episode two of the Weird Science Rant and Rave podcast. Now I know the episode one was weeks ago and since then we've had the Rant and Raves back on the regular show. But I've been waiting with bated breath to be able to have a second episode because since that first episode I put up as its separate entity, uh, we haven't got as many Rant and Raves. And I think that maybe it turned people off thinking that putting it up as a separate episode was a diss hoping to get some diss tracks back at me from it, which I did not, but that was not a diss. Actually, I prefer to have it like this. So I've been waiting to get some more Rant and Raves to be able to do it. And so for this episode, we only have two Rant and Raves, but they're longer ones. So I was able to convince Eric, you know, I had to pull his leg and, and grab him and, and shake him a little to be able to do this again, uh, mainly because when I did the first one, I got tons of positive feedback for it. And in fact, probably more feedback for that than anything else we've ever done. Uh, most of the time, people just go with the flow and never really tell me what they hate or like about the podcast. But when I put up the Rant Raves as a separate podcast, uh, people really seem to either enjoy it or say, hey, I always go past them anyway on the regular podcast, so now it's a separate thing I didn't have to. So it was kind of a positive backhanded compliment right there, but also some very positive stuff that people said. I really liked it as a separate thing that I could, you know, just load up and listen to at any time. So yes, this is episode two. I just wanted to have this little intro. I'm going to have more of an intro right now as we go to the theme song. It is the Weird Science Rant Rave podcast here, episode two, and it is right now June 3rd, 2018. Hello, hello one and all. I want to mention right away that we have a Rant Rave line, and it is at 641-715-3900, enter extension 452328, followed by the pound sign. And now, of course, I do not have Eric here, so I'm desperately trying to find the soundbite from Wrong Turn to tell everybody... I like the killing. No, that's not what it was. I just said the rant and rave line. Uh, hell, we'll do it again. We have a rant and rave line. Call 641-715-3900. Enter extension 452-328, followed by the pound sign. And <laughs> it's just that easy. It's just that easy. It is. See how easy it is 
But before I go on to the rant raves, I'll do a little bit of housekeeping here. Welcome. Welcome to the Weird Science Bunch of Podcasts. We're on Facebook at Weird Science DC Comics, Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. We're on Twitter at Weird Science DC. And we have a website, Weird Science DC Comics. Dot com. We also have a Patreon account. Now, I know I say all this at the beginning of our regular podcast, and it seems weird to me, but there's got to be somebody out there that's going to listen to this without ever of listening to any of our other stuff, and I don't know why. It would be very odd, but we do have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science, where we do a lot of shows this last week we did the patreon spotlight where we spotlight at least two books from that week's bunch of dc books and this week the badasses of the get fresh coop beep boop they picked the Hanna barbera dc comics crossovers so we actually did all four of those so if you want to listen to those you'd have to go and go and get onto patreon to do that we also did at the end of the month we did our Necessary Nonsense podcast. That is another podcast that we do once a month. Usually we pick a deal. If you had listened to us for a while, it is just the uh, continuation of our Just for the Hell of It podcast where we pick random, you know, things to talk about and we do that. Well, this month we actually put on the poll because everything that we do is picked by the badasses and one of the options on the poll was a movie commentary, which we had never done one of those. So we put that up that one. And then we put a separate poll with the movies to be what we would pick to do or what the badasses would pick to do. And they picked, it's not really a surprise for the first one, they picked the John Hughes movie, Weird Science. So we went and did that. Took us a a couple extra days because I did not know the semantics of, of doing this sort of thing. We figured it out. Me and Eric did that, did a commentary on Weird Science. Uh, uh, some of the commentary gets more about talking stories and things, not even paying attention to the movie. But yes, uh, we've heard Double A Run listen to it, and he appreciated it and liked it. So I hope that most did. And if you want to listen to that as well, you can go to the Patreon account. And me and Eric had fun doing it. We may put that as an option, you know, more often than not. Though I said, and he said as well, we always had an idea of doing that as a separate podcast, a movie commentary deal and when we did the first one was going to be weird science the second one was going to be teen wolf for some reason it it always ended up wanting to be teen wolf so we'll see if the badasses agree the next time we do that but again this is the rent and rave show so obviously i'm going to get on to the rent raves now there's only two rent raves but they're sizable there's some uh, girth and weight to these and we're going to start with the Hollywood Kid. What's up, Weird Science? Coming at you live, freestyling and profiling. In Rhyming and a scheme. In the leak slips. Not, not for long, actually, because I'm moving out soon. Uh, from leak slip, uh, what's his name? Hollywood Kid. Yeah, that's your name. The Hollywood Kid, Luke. <laughs> what, the, you can take the boy out of leak slip, but you could also take the Hollywood Kid out of the kid, it seems. That's me, coming at you live uh, with another rant and rave. Uh, freestyle, uh, as you can tell, I I just plug in the headphones just and see in. what happens. I, I wonder if anybody does a rant rave with a script. That would be odd. Maybe have bullet points, I would guess, but a full out script that uh, that would be odd. When they do, this. but he is the Hollywood kid. You you might think that sometimes he might use uh, a script uh, because of that. Uh, but with that, I just wanted to say because as I was doing this, I, I did want to mention that Reggie was talking to me, and there's a thing that we are trying to work up as well that we may 
try to do a call-in show at some point just to see if we could get that to work. Uh, we don't know how we would do it, if it would be on Skype and do that, or we can figure out something. But if anybody else knows how to do that, that'd be cool because that would be a step closer to the morning zoo show that me and Reggie dream of making. But back to Luke. Please. Uh, no, I bet you, bet you, you see, Dance and Mike, he does one of these every week. So I bet you, like, he, he calls yep. up and he knows exactly what he's going to talk about. Yeah, that when he said the script, I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder if Dancing Mike, I would see Dancing Mike would have bullet points, possibly. But Dancing Mike's a smart fella. He might just be able to, to rip it off from the top of his head. Now he's going to talk about the Golden Age 1942. Yep. He's going to talk about that uh, beer place that, he, that he's always going to. The Smoky Mountain Brewery. Other stuff. I think but, mo- uh, Mountain, me, Smoky know, I Mountain just, Brewery. I, well, usually it's like a special occasion that has me plugging in these... Um, I don't know. No, yeah. yeah. Well, what? Uh, the new Kyle Rayner book or something about my uh, hero academia? There's the two special occasions for Luke. Usually it's like a national bread shortage. That, that, was that is true. One. Or uh, the brand new book of the week coming out. Who could forget that? <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, no, no special occasion this time. No. Nope. Special occasion is it's fucking roasting as well. I don't know. Like, you guys, you, you, you yanks over there are talking about feeling hot. I yes. You see, over here in Ireland, we're not used to anything past, like, fucking eight degrees, and it's a heat wave. Yeah, it's so funny. I was waiting to see eight degrees. Somebody's out there, eight degrees? What's he, a polar bear? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, actually, I think of Ireland, I just think of it being probably about a, a good 70 uh, when it's hot, and uh, normally 65, 60 or something, and uh, that just leads to them getting pissed off and just drinking is what I think happens uh, most times in any sort of problems in Ireland. Uh, but yeah, right now here, it's actually a, a colder day here in Quakertown. I think it is about 70 degrees and it felt nice. When I went outside, I went to go get my coffee because I needed it to do this podcast. Uh, I went out and I was like, boy, it's it's really nice. Last night, me and Eric were doing the podcast I swear to God, it was it was 8,000 degrees in this room. And then on an aside, one of the other reasons why I'm doing this is because Eric got so pissed last night. We were doing the Doomsday Clock number five review for the podcast, and we talked almost two hours for that book and then realized that the recorder had failed and none of it actually – 16 seconds had recorded. 16 seconds of two hours had recorded. And so we ended up finishing up that, doing it over again, which it was nowhere near as good as the first time, which if you do a podcast and this has happened to you, I think most of the times when you redo it, you're not going to recapture the magic and you kind of go, and, and we're very unscripted. So once you do it once and have to do it again, it's almost as if it's scripted and it feels wrong. Then we did uh, about an hour on No Justice, Just League No Justice. And then by then we had done recording, you know, say a couple hours of actual recording, but it was actually four and a half hours of total stuff. So we ended up saying, screw this, we'll finish the rest tomorrow, including these rant and raves, which made me think, well, I'll just do it myself and put it on. But yeah, it was burning hot. It was so burning hot in here. I was sweating. I actually had just dripping sweat going on the the mic and stuff. Disgusting. Holy moly. Uh Eight degrees it's there in Ireland. You know, I I don't think that that's... I actually think he's talking Fahrenheit, and that's too hot for him. But, you know, heat wave, but I'm still drinking tea. Because, you know, you got to drink some tea. So, I like them apples. 
He's drinking tea. Tanya yells at me uh, as I was doing this podcast and yelling about it being 8,000 degrees. I actually had two coffees that I was drinking. My youngest son's like, how can you drink coffee when it's this hot? And I said, how could you not drink coffee when it's this hot? And then gave him a point, and that confused him enough for me to run away and never have to explain what I meant. Mm, He's going. He's taking a drink. um, I'm going to take some coffee. What's the crack? I'll tell you what the crack is. Fucking annuals week. And yep. oh, I got some got some stuff here. Let me just pull them <laughs> Unscripted. out. Unscripted. Oh uh, I tell you what, like, fucking annuals week. You usually like, oh, it's just annuals week. You know, not not yeah. much. But this annuals week. Annuals week. Wow, we came it's out swinging. Holy yeah. moly! Look at what we got here. We got some. This annuals week was pissed. We got some. No justices. Yep. We got some uh, amazing Spider-Man. Just My amazing goodness. Spider-Man. That's not this, this is podcast. A blockbuster <laughs> event of comic books. It really feels like you know big stuff. Now it's yeah. only it's only NCBD. I don't know if I mentioned that this is NCBD. So right now it's Wednesday, but <laughs> I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> I thought he was talking code. But, uh, and if you didn't either, it's new comic book day. Like when you're listening to it, it won't be Wednesday. So no, it like, won't. Oh, everything I Sunday. say will be out of date. But, you know, like, what can you do, I suppose? Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm just having to flick through. <laughs> I'm only just in the door, to be honest, you know. Uh, yeah. Just having to crack, like, you know. I was just in Dublin City Comics. <laughs> and I was like, well, that- <laughs> I've never heard that having to crack. Uh, that means a lot different things here in Quakertown. That's. And then they gave me the book. It goes along with the phrase having a meth, uh, having a heroin, maybe, having a, you know, that sort of thing. A crank. Maybe they, they still do crank around here. I don't know. I'm a little behind in my, in my drugs. Just flicking through. I haven't read them all yet. Uh, I read so far. I've read, uh, I've read No Justice issue four. I've read, uh, The Man of Steel. Yep. Issue one. That's a nice cover. And, uh, it is what a nice is, oh. cover. I was going to mention, I didn't say that on the podcast when we talked with Reggie. Uh, I like that cover, but I don't know. It's a little deceiving with all of the characters on there thinking that they were going to be in that issue at least. Uh, I don't know. Some I don't go by covers anyway. A lot of people do. I, we said me and Eric go to the uh the dc facebook and they'll say oh you know upcoming comics and i love covers and most people that comment on those are just commenting on the covers and have never read the book in the last three years and just go nuts if the cover shows them anything that they think seems weird or odd even though they're not even reading the book so if they're reading the book they would know what that weird cover meant or that that weird cover doesn't have anything to do with the book but yet they still go on and on and drive me and eric nuts I read Amazing Spider-Man issue yeah. 800, which I, I had to take out a mortgage to get a hold of this yeah. one. Holy moly. I read it too. I actually read it and uh, talked to Eric. I was describing it to Eric and, and painting a picture with my words and getting everything wrong and and, and making him question if I actually read it. And quid. Well, I'd tell you, 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 you open it up. And it feels like it feels like a trade almost. There's that much yeah, in it, but it's like, like a uh, phone book. Yeah, it's good stuff, right? So I'll uh, I'll give you my two cents on some of these. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed No Justice. Uh, I think I don't know who it was that said it last week. Maybe it was both Jim and Eric. Oh, I give the praise to both. Oh so my I goodness! I don't put one of them. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't put one of them in the bad don't, books, even yeah, though yeah, don't Eric's put me always in the bad in the, my bad books. Ex- how you like exactly. Them uh, but <laughs> exactly. yeah, no, I think it was one of these that said, uh, 
it does feel like I don't know after you know. Well, uh, one thing I'll say, uh, Luke, that I would guess that who said this was Eric because I didn't read it until later. So uh, the the past week, unless I was uh, uh, just going with the flow and wanting to be included, uh, it probably was Eric. After all that bad news with Doomsday Clock, and then like the next day, it was like, "Oi, here's some no justice. How are you like these apples?" Uh, you know, and then. Uh, it just feels a bit rushed. Uh, well, especially that third issue. You know, like what was going on with that fucking Riley Rossimo? Oh yeah. God! Uh, like I, I'm all about some Francis Manipal, but that ugh, that Riley Rossimo, jeez. Um, he has a style. Yeah, but like the well, Francis Manipal's back on this one, and it does yeah. look good. Looks good. But um, yeah, I don't know. I like I got to the end, and it was just kind of like. Oh yeah, look at all these new teams, and I was like, "Oh, yep. that's okay." You know, I w- one thing I didn't get was like, um, fucking Black Lightning showing up in uh in the Batcave or whatever, and then Batman's like, "We're covered from the outside." And yeah. I was like, "Wow, we are we gonna? Is that like? Is that just the new arc in Detective Comics, or is that going to be like a brand new boy?" Well, this is what I said to Eric when we talk about. It. Of course, when he shows up, I'm like, "Hey, there's Mister Terrific." Cause I'm an idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, Eric's like, "Hey, that that must be an outsider's book coming." I'm like, "Well, is this setting up?" It's a weird thing because if you know, Tynan is on the writing credits of this No Justice, but he has gone from detective. And in his place coming up eventually, after a couple, you know, little issues and one shot, whatever, you're going to have Brian Hill start a Black Lightning, you know, arc, a big story with Black Lightning and Batman. And I, I kept thinking to myself, like, this is a weird setup because it's not Tynan on that book then. So why is he using this? to set up the replacement of him on Detective and mentioning the outside deal does seem to point to maybe an outsider's book. And as me and Eric argued about it, because I just said, okay, you're going to get it. You're not going to have the actual outsider's team unless you play around because Metamorpho was on there and he's on the Terrifics now. So you're not going to have that. So if they do make a different team or whatever, and you can, you can change the team. I understand that. It's really been pushed in the Suicide Squad book that Katana kind of seems on the outs. So that would make sense for her to go over and things like that. It just seems weird, again, that that's what we're going to do. And, and is this going to be a Tynan book, The Outsider? So he's like, oh, man, he's so great with these teams and stuff like that. And, and it, then it started getting me angry at the end of our review even this week, doing the No Justice because everybody knew – that the No Justice story was going to be something that was just like DC just does it all the time. They use these events to just push more books in the future. Nothing really has a beginning, end, and then you could just read it and be like, okay, cool. That didn't, it was a contained story that doesn't really have any other ulterior motives. When that outsiders thing, I'm like, really? I, I lost my mind. And this week, I kind of do lose my mind a couple times, and No Justice is one of them just because of this sort of thing leading to just, hey, we got done. Let's quickly force this to be finished so we can get on to these other books that are even more important. It's like they're going up these stairs of each thing leads to the next one, and each one's supposed to be more important. But like I said in that, we had at the end of Metal mention of the Dark Pantheon even for the Wonder Woman book. 
it's not that much more important. That's kind of a step down here. So we have these weird staircase up, down. It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. And I'm hating the idea of these books ending. It's like the regular run of books. Everybody ends their run with what we call the victory lap of, you know, I'm Green Arrow and social justice warrior stuff may be, you know, it may not be in vogue, but I'm here to tell you that it is. And like En Vogue sang, free your mind. And and then they just, everybody's giving it tens. Oh my goodness. And it, it infuriates me that everything is just to set up another thing or to get applause and things and back to Luke. <laughs> We'll find out in the solicits. This is a long, this is a long uh, rant, Raven. I'm making it so much longer. Next week, if that's going to be, or next time, if that's going to be a new book or not, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Says you. Maybe, maybe like the story arc in Detective sets up a new Outsiders book. But with the, uh, if you've read the Outsiders book, it, the Outsiders book to me at this point. It would feel so much like these new age of heroes books, like the terrifics and things like that. And nobody's really caring too much about those now. I just, I wanted an outsiders book for so long. We, we got the outsiders team in convergence and I was excited about it. One of the few convergence stories I love. And I wanted a book of the outsiders so much. In fact, I believe the first thing I really did, one of the first things I did when we started up the Patreon account was to review personally, just me reviewing the outsiders number one. That was my, cause it's one of my favorite teams, one of my favorite stories for right now. I, it just doesn't seem there's too many of these side books. And I don't, I don't know. I think it's getting diluted with all of this stuff. And I'm talking mainly about this new age of hero stuff that you get an outside and also the other bits that they've had with these, you know, Dead Man uh, miniseries, the Black Lightning miniseries, the, you know, you, you know what, the garbage. They've been utter garbage. So this Outsiders book to me would be a six issue mini. And, I uh, just, and even Raven, we have this way. Th- these are nonsense. And I, I really think that I just, just hold off a bit. Let's get everything in order first. Let's get these delays done. All this nonsense taken care of before we start doing even more and more of these miniseries that nobody's buying. Nobody are buying except Mr. Miracle. That's us. And, you know, you also have White Knight, the, uh, you know, that, that sort of thing. But you know, these other ones aren't selling, so. That would be pretty cool. I didn't really know this Marsh Manhunter gives Green Arrow a box. I don't know what the box is about, so you have to read the, the Green Annual. Annual can enlighten me, but uh, yeah, no, I did. I thought it was pretty. Uh, it was, like, at the end, it's pretty much like, oh yeah, go buy these new books. And like, to be fair, yeah. I, am- I guess maybe maybe I should. Uh, you know, this is a spoiler alert. This is now a spoiler rant and raves. If you have read the Green Annual. Uh, Green Arrow Annual this week. They decided to have an annual that's also a tie-in to No Justice. That's boxed, though they don't tell you exactly what's in it. It is told by Martian Manhunter to Green Arrow that the box contains everything to destroy the Justice League if they go overboard. It's almost like a different one of those Batman contingency plans things, but whatever it is in this box, it can destroy the Justice League. Um, So, like... You know, well done there. I'm going to buy them anyway. So um, you did a good job selling them. Um, But yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to Just League Issue 1 next week. That's going to be... A rip roar in time, I'll tell you that. But um, <laughs> even even if it's, you, even if Dante Mike 
doesn't like that with Scott Snyder so much. I'm looking no. forward to it. And speaking about another guy that people don't like, Brian Michael Bendis. Did you see that was that was a heck of a transition. That was yep. Jim Werner worthiness right there. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed this. I, 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 I really, it was okay. I tell you what, like. I liked I liked the his wee story in one thousand and I did I really did like it was this okay. now. Uh especially that Jason Jason Fabok Fabuk Fabok bit at the end. That was really good. Yeah. I like I like seeing him again. It's been a while. Um but yeah, no, I I tell you what, like you know, I've been I've been around a block with Bendis. You know, I've I've seen him in his Marvel and yep. you know, he's written a lot of whack, but also he's written a lot of you know, mm, good stuff, like, you know? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's you know, uh, that's how it I'm sounds willing, when he eats uh, bread is, right, over so there on the this so far. Uh, and we've got, like, oh, a couple of pages out of his, out of the Action 1000. So I'm willing so far to give, yeah, it actually him, leads give to our that. Ben this boy, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt so far. Now, if he starts pulling some of the, if he starts pulling some of the wacky business that he did on some of his Marvel books, if if if, if this starts looking like Civil War Two, well, Jesus, I don't know how it would because that looked like a big load of pants is what that looked oh like. My but God, um, a big load of pants. Yeah, so far it's so good, and like I, you it's okay. know, they I they always say that he's got a load of dialogue and so. But I tell you what, like Superman made me smile in this in this issue, and you know, if if Superman makes you smile, then they got to be doing something right. Yeah, yeah and I, I said in the review that if you listen to the regular podcast and, and basically my gist on this is when somebody jumps in on a hero like a Superman, a big one like that, uh, especially one with a power set and things, uh, what they usually do in that first issue is they want to show you that they understand the character enough and so well that they can use the powers in a way you haven't seen them. And I, I thought this even before I even went into this issue. I'm like, okay, what is he going to do to show you that he not only understands Superman, but also the power set so much that he can twist and turn it into a way you've never seen? And he does do that. And I said while we were talking is that's the thing that I'm sure most people are going to hinge on and like, oh, my God, he understands it. And I don't know if I'm going to say, like, I'm not fooled by that because he did do something like that. But to me, that's the, you know, that's the wink, wink, you know, nudge, nudge, look at me, I know what I'm doing. And with that, the story itself was nice, but it, to me, it was kind of boring. I mean, it involved a pretty much a burning building. And, you know, to use that as a set piece to show these powers, introduce a new character, things like that, I actually expected something a little bigger for the first issue. Now, one of the things that I did point out on the review when we did it as well is uh, a lot of people are, are torn. Uh, you have Marvel fans that are either like, hey, good riddance, I didn't like him like a Brandon, but other people thinking that he's a traitor. Then on DC side of things, you have some people that are like, oh, this is awesome. We got a big Marvel guy now. We stuck it to them, and I can't wait to see what he does. But then there's also those people are like, you know what? I liked Jurgens and Tomasi Gleason deal, and you have come. You're not our guy. You're forced on us, so you better do something big. And with this Man of Steel, everything that I see from him, him because everybody wanted to know when Super Sons was canceled and all these other books, hey, what's going to happen to John and Lois? Are you going to make it so that, you know, Superman wakes up one day and doesn't remember that he's married or he wakes up and some time change thing has happened or uh, that John and Lois aren't even there? And with that, he he's playing coy with it and kind of playing around with it. And I don't think that he should be doing that. He is there. And the people who want to know 
are pissed. So then all of a sudden you get his issue and he's playing a game. I mean, it ends with a big cliffhanger with John and Lois and he's playing this game. And I don't know if this is the time to play games that you are, you're, you're people are angry at you and they want to see that you are having the respect for this rebirth run. And is the book in good hands and things like that? And then you, you start playing around and his big thing is, oh, people are going to apologize to me on Twitter after this month. <laughs> I'm like, well, why are you joking? Why, why are you throwing this in their face? Because a lot of these people by the end of this month, when you laughing it up about apologizing, they're going to say in the middle of the month, go fuck yourself and I don't care about you and never get to the end of the month. Like, there's no games to be played here. Do an issue. Don't play games. Just have a big issue, a fun issue and do what you did about the powers and things like that. Show people. But not this game where you seem to be trolling people just so they get upset so that you can prove at the end of the month that you're the big shot who knew what you were doing all along because some people are going to bail. They're going to bail and then maybe oh, you know, they'll hear about it. Oh, I heard he did this, but already you are starting. There's first impressions. I don't know if you ever heard of that, uh, making a first impression and you could say that DC Nation was one of them. A lot of people had a bad taste in their mouth from that, but even if you didn't read this and you're waiting, I'm hoping that you know, it starts out and John and Lois are at the dinner table with Clark and oh my God, all my fears are are you know, were for nothing and no, no, no. He's playing games and why? Don't play games. You know, I thought he was just like a nice guy. And sometimes it's just nice to read about the nice guys in, in the Superman comics. I thought he was flirting with I that firewoman. And speaking about Fire nice Chief. guys, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, I thought well, he was going to talk I about me. Up to the, I, I, hold it, I held it up to the laptop like I was doing a live show, uh, even though <laughs> I'm not. Well, I kind of uh, am. Yes. This <laughs> is no video. I don't even know. But, um, yeah, this is, uh, I tell you what, like, this is a big book. And not, and not just, like, price tag wise, obviously, it's a big book, but, like, like, um, on a, like, emotional level. Let me, let me turn the chair around and get serious. Uh-oh. I'll tell you what, like, he's gonna talk to the, he's I, gonna talk to the teens in the language that they understand now. I've been reading, well, Dan Slot way back, jeez, it's been, like, 10 years now, but, like, his, I, that's I. When I started reading Spidey, I was reading Dan Slot Spidey. Um, I've I know there's like a load of people. There's a load of great runs out there, but Dan Slot will always be the Spider-Man that I started reading. And I will tell you what, like at one stage during like Superior, when I think Superior was his his best bit. Eh, some people didn't like it, but I really liked it. That's the first book that Eric was reading that when I first met him. And when it first started, he hated it so much. It was like a hate read. And then all of a sudden, he loved it. Uh, like, that was definitely the favorite book. My favorite book I was reading, uh, month in, month out. That was just, like, really good stuff. And, like, his runs had some up and downs. But, sure, whose runs hasn't had up and downs? Am I right? <laughs> you are like, right. Some runs are mostly down. Shout out to Tom King, <laughs> especially when he's fallen down with his dog. Yeah, you don't want to topical. do that. Uh, you get but, hurt. Um, yeah, this was, I thought this was a really good, like, to be fair now, ever since Legacy uh, started up, I think the Amazing Spider-Man book has been, like, bang on. You know, he's been firing on all cylinders. And this one was just like a, mm, delicious way to send it all off you know i don't want to spoil or anything because i reckon even like even i know like you know the fresh start crew what up <laughs> but um you know this is like 
I I reckon you should at least go back to read the the go down swinging. Luke, you you just stole Eric's thunder. He actually that's his big thing that he he wants because the kept fresh crew people and for the Marvel podcast he wanted the fresh start crew. He was yelling it all week, uh, and it's already catching on because that's only like four or five issues uh, and this. Uh, and you're you're in for a good a, a heck of a good story there, um, and yeah, obviously the ten quid price tag is a bit nuts, but um, yeah, you know but it's a big it's a big issue. How many times are you get an eight hundred? You get an eight hundred one time because the next is issue true. is eight hundred and one. <laughs> so like true. you know, you might as well. The issue before was seven ninety nine. Go I think Eric told me that the last actual Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man that he bought was 700. Down swinging, as they say, uh, and really just fuck everybody's price tags up. But I'll tell you what, like, this is a spoiler for Jim's, uh, sales podcast, but Ooh. I reckon Marvel's gonna make a lot of money with this one, cause everyone was gonna buy 800 anyway, but like, you know, that's, well, however many times 10, like, that's a lot of monies. My yeah. goodness. No, that'll uh, be up there. <laughs> spend that money <laughs> up there. on... Well, actually, no. They're doing a good job. I'm enjoying a lot of their books right now. I'll tell you what, next week. Wow. There's no uh, no fresh start books out this week. No, nope. because they're all coming out next week. My goodness. Yep. You got Hulk and Doctor Strange. And, oh, I wonder, are you guys doing Ant-Man and the Wasp? Does that count as a fresh start book? Oh, my goodness. As you set this up, uh, actually, me and Brandon are going to do that as a separate deal. And uh, the mini series we are going to do uh, and possibly have that as the Patreon spotlight for the Marvel fresh start stuff. We're not sure. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, Eric wants to know parts of those. And the way that I was able to convince Eric to do the Marvel, you know, the fresh start Marvel podcast is to say, listen, we're only going to do the fresh start books and we're really going to try to make it so that down the line we only have four or five books at the most in a week with the miniseries that kind of pushes that eric is a busy man he has a lot to do so yeah there is no book uh this past week so me and reggie are going to put the uh that uh, marvel unlimited reading uh deal the reading club thing that we did we put that up on patreon just to let you guys sh- uh, see how that is but everybody else who's listening that also listens to the marvel podcast we're going to have uh me and reggie go through the fantastic four number one off of the Marvel Unlimited app and we're going to do that once a month as a special thing on the, on the actual Marvel podcast. Uh, we're going to put that up there. Uh, so that'll be this week and see how everybody likes that. But yeah, I think that the miniseries like the Ghost Rider deal, the Ant-Man and Wasp, it's going to be me and Brandon doing it. No, Eric. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do with that. Because I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I love Ant-Man. And the wasp. There you go. Hey. But uh, yeah, that's that's some of the books. I haven't read them all, like I said. Uh, but like, still, there's loads. Like two and one Green Lanterns annual. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Doomsday Clock. I'm not really looking yeah. for that, but sure, I'll read it anyway. Seems awful thin uh, for a five quid book. That seems awful thin. A Green Arrow annual. Uh, wait, this is a No Justice tie-in. That's pretty ironic, considering it's done. But yeah, there's a lot of good books. It's it's a good week. Uh, oh, and the the prelude to the wedding. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there you go. Just some good readings to be doing this week's in the nice hot weather. What more could you want? Um, some more tea, maybe. Yes. 
Mm. Right, well, oh, before I go, I have to I have to give you the weekly My Hero Academia update. Now, if you have your ears to the pulse of the streets, uh, you'll know that last week I said on my mail that I was going to read uh, My Where is it? My Hero Academia Vigilante yep. Volume 1. I did read it. And I told you I'd give you my verdict on it. And I did. I'm going to give my verdict on it. How do you like them apples? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not going to now. Obviously, like this, this rant and rave is already far too long. So I'll just give you my quick two cents. I thought I it was s- pretty good. I see the timestamp on this there, look. It ain't two, two cents. Um, I thought it was really good, actually. I really liked it. Um... It's not really like it's a spin-off to the main that's the crack is it's a spin-off but like not really you know like some spin-offs you like you have to know the source content to get what's going on this book features three like the three main characters that well protagonists and like two side characters are like they're all completely just for this spin-off so like you know now other guys from the main book do pop up in guest appearances but it's very much its own thing going on you know what i mean so like even if you're not interested in well i don't know how you wouldn't be interested in my hero <laughs> academia unless you're it is a crate gym and yeah. he doesn't have time to watch the nope. show uh silly jim but yes, um silly silly yeah, like, it's good stuff it's really good. it's all about um vigilantes as the name suggests which is interesting because uh, I don't know if if you if you know your My Hero Academia, you know that the world is eighty percent superpowered. They all have these quirk abilities, that, and their eighty percent of the population has superpowers. So, uh, you know, uh, and like the, the really important thing is that there's like a legal hero system, so that it's illegal to use your powers. If you're not a hero okay. in society, cause, or else, you know, society would just go crazy. But then, where do vigilantes come in? Because, you know, they're yes. like, you know, using their powers, but they're not, they don't have a license to do it. They've, they've got a license to thrill. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. you know, does that make them villains or does that make them heroes? Hmm. That's the mm. question. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta read the book to find out. But I would say, uh, I, I, if, if, I, if you like the world of My Hero Academia, which of course I do, yes, you uh, do. Then I think you'll like it because it kind of just like delves a bit deeper, and also it's set before the events of the main book, so you kind of use some characters pop up that you're like, oh, I recognize him, oh, I recognize them, and and then you know some some stuff happens, but I wouldn't say like. Sometimes with these spin-offs, you know, like they they they're kind of too attached to the source material. Okay. You know, so like it doesn't really it doesn't really get to stand on its own two feet. I think this does stand on its own two feet. Uh and it does its own thing and I like the way it does it. Um and also a funny thing about it is that uh usually in the My Hero Academias, they very much do their own thing. They don't really uh, reference any of the other superheroes. This is just like, fucking, you want to see what Cyclops and Wolverine, I'm telling you, there's two guys that, like, 
one of them is basically Cyclops and one of them is Wolverine, but they're played as like, uh, you know, uh, or oh, they're played as these two funny dopes that uh, bumble along and go get into wacky, wacky situations. Wacky uh, adventures. And they're really funny. So uh, I like the way that it's very much like, yeah, it's referencing the other heroes. Some people might not like that, but I think it's pretty pretty funny um so i would yeah i I tell you what like uh shout out to my boy vermillionaire if he wants to check out the first (laughs) volume of that oh he's pushing josh towards it you know for one of his visions you know i I wouldn't say no you know what i'm saying Um, (laughs) yeah i know poor old vermillionaire so funny once my hero academia you've now figured out luke how to shut me the hell up you just start talking. My Hero Academia, I have nothing to say. I have nothing at all. He's been getting stuck. I got to tell Tanya that. You've, you've unlocked the code. You've cracked it. Uh, I'll tell Tanya what it takes to shut me up. I'll start yelling at her, and all she has to do is start talking My Hero Academia in the middle of an argument about finances. I'm like, you know what? We have to do this. You're spending that. You know what? And use your accent, too, which I still cannot put a, a finger on. You know what? Yeah, I start sounding a little like John Wayne, uh, Pilgrim. Uh, you know what, Pilgrim? Uh, in my hero academia, there are characters that are like Cyclops and Wolverine. Next thing I know, I'm, I'm uh, downstairs making dinner. Uh, it has a magical spell on me uh, that makes me get back to work. With all these fucking, <sighs> fucking manga, manga books. When all, when all he just wants is some pages with some Howdy color in them. Is that so much to ask? That is. My goodness. Uh, but, you know, you see, what's going to happen is uh, we're going to get him to read so many of these that he's going to become indoctrinated. <laughs> and that's when we really get him. That's our evil plan all along. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but he hasn't noticed it yet, so don't tell him. I will that's not. secret plan. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and, well... Uh, fucking volume 13 of the main book is out next week so uh, look forward to that shut uh, me maybe up again. I'll, you did maybe it I'll again do another rant and raven this is like a, Luke is the silencer now and the way to silence me is to talk about my hero academia record everybody else loves it though Eric won't he doesn't read his TV as he says he can't see anything subtitled Eric's done he cannot read it because he can't see that well for that one as well uh, hopefully it won't be as long as this one. Holy moly, I better wrap this up. That's this when, when you have Eric talking about a movie. And, and in the middle of the movie, all of a sudden they have a Russian spy show up and talk, uh, you know, talk in Russian uh, to either some cohorts or even the lead character who then also knows Russian and talks back. And Eric will describe the movie to me. And he's going down there. Then they go to Russia, and he runs into the spy. And, and I don't know what they say, but after that, they punch each other. I'm like, Eric, I saw the movie. What they say is the most important thing in the entire movie. Eh, whatever. They start punching each other. I, I can't read what they say. At this stage. But, uh, yeah, so that's been... That's been your My Hero Academia update, and that's been me. That is uh, him. From Leakslip, drinking his tea, uh, getting a heat stroke in this mad heat. Yep. Mad that's heat. probably Eight why degrees. I'm so, uh, what's the word? You know, talking so much. R- ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> On that note, he, he's, been he's got heat Leakslip. stroke. He's got the, the heat strokes. XO, XO, XO. XO.
He's got the heat strokes and the eight degree temperatures over there in the leak slips. But yes, that is Luke. Thank you, Luke. We're going to move on to our next rant rave and our final rant rave. Like I said, there's only two of that. That doesn't seem to have hurt the time uh, of this, I see. This is what happens. This is why we sometimes had a 12 hour podcast. <laughs> it's this nonsense. And it's the nonsense, not Luke. The nonsense, me, uh, interrupting everyone. Uh, but here you go. Here is Dancing Mike. Hi, Jim. Greetings, Hi. Eric. And hello. Oh, my goodness. Is it mother you're looking for? Before he goes, all I can picture is him making a uh, a statue, a, a bust, a head bust of uh, Lionel Richie there in clay. First of all, I want to give a shout out to everyone in the Get Fresh crew. Roger Tower, that's Whiskey Sierra, Delta Charlie, 178, requesting a whoop whoop. Over. Whoop. And of course, a very special shout out to the king of the Get Fresh crew. The king. Who we are all missing. Yes. But he is being thought of, and he is, of course, universally beloved, one Richard Richardson. Richard Richardson here. Long may he reign. Long. So, Jim, first of all, before I talk about my comics. Here we go. Here we go. I am so, so <laughs> sorry. I know that last week I actually mentioned shooting guns and you got triggered. Like Roy Rogers. And, yes. And um, I will let you know that we did not shoot any guns last weekend because it was a monsoon. And- yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because he talked about that. And then uh, later this week, we had the Hanna-Barbera books that actually had a Second Amendment story in uh, the one of them with the Funky Phantom uh, about gun control, obviously, then. And, uh, yeah, I don't get – it's not triggered. It's a personal thing. I just cannot stand to be around any sort of gun ever. I can't stand it. Uh, I had a friend named Joe Gunn. I don't even talk to him anymore because of that last name. That's the only reason. No, that's a joke. But uh, I just don't like guns. But everybody else – my dad, a huge gun owner, he loved guns and uh, had three holes in the ceiling to to prove that. Uh, he's uh, had guns and also got senile. Uh, but with that, I just don't like them. I don't like anything that you can just easily uh, – and I'm a guy who I don't know if you realize this. Uh, I'm an emotional fellow sometimes, and I'm living with a uh, woman who, if you listen on Patreon to the Jim Has Issues with His Wife podcast, is also a very emotional woman who may or may not have a mental illness that we won't go into but with that if there's a gun and anything that you can have in your hand that you can pretty much decide to end somebody's life uh just by barely moving your finger to me it's just a scary thing uh, i know that anybody who loves guns will say well that's why you, you take proper care and you follow the rules and all that sort of thing i just don't like them and i know personally for myself i, I they would not be good around me as well so a lot of the times that i get triggered it's not triggered because of anybody else it's never for anybody else it's for me personally and it also has a lot to do with just me myself and i and not the guns themselves even so yeah it's not triggered it's just a thing and when it when somebody mentions shooting guns and things like that it just i always you know think to myself that i would never do that and whatever but yeah there's a lot of things i've never played high lie uh but i'm not totally against somebody else playing it there you know high lie in East Tennessee, and so we did not want to be out there in the night. Uh, I didn't want to shoot, and in so the, we did in not shoot guns. Of course, That's... there were guns there, and uh, <laughs> three of those were actually on a, a counter oh. near where we were, you know, in in the house there, out in the open. 
And as our host remarked the next morning, because we stay over all nights like that, because I it's don't a sleepover. drive drunk. Um, so our host did remark that those guns, those three guns were on the counter all night and we were out there and they did not jump up off the counter and shoot any of us. Nope. So that is amazing. So, so yes, I know that yeah, that is amazing. Uh, unfortunately, again, like I said, uh, I'm not afraid of necessarily the gun. It's who's holding the gun, including myself. You are not a big fan of guns, and and like I said, though, no one was hurt there. Of course, that is in con- in contrast to Chicago. It's funny too. No one is hurt in my house either. While those guns were on those counter of yours over the Memorial Day weekend, I think uh, 36 were shot and seven fatally. But wait. Those are African-American people, so the media doesn't care about that. But anyway, um, and Chicago does have the strictest, some of the strictest gun laws in the country, so that's that's good. Yeah, and again, we could get, you know, we're not arguing, but you could get in the talk about what's this and that and the other thing. Yeah, there's a lot of restrictions, but unfortunately, just having them around, a lot of people don't follow the rules. The, the rules are often broken. But anyway, um, let's see. Um, so, But I do agree with you about one thing about gun control, no one no one in the Warner household should have guns no. because those would probably probably end up might be in dead. the hands of a certain person who might be up for four <laughs> or five days straight and might yeah. mistake you. For- and, and, and no, not mistake, just gets crazy. Or an intruder. So there, There's the thing with her is that when she gets upset and things start going around in her head, I legitimately, and it's part of the whole deal with what has, you know, what goes on in her head. And if you looked it up clinically, uh, the one person that she thinks cares the most about her will be the main target of every bit of hate and and you know everything uh that's bad uh, gets thrown on me and at that point there are mentions of i wish you would die and things like that and you know people say that a lot at these stages it's it's an accurate statement and if there's anything around that could cause that to happen it may maybe it's best if you don't have guns in your household no just saying or you've already got an axe so yeah i had to hide anyway, the axe the other day so it was in the kitchen see, triggered jim enough and jim i also i'm 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 shocked i thought that you would be more on the uh open borders side of uh things but apparently you are for uh securing the borders and uh-huh. not letting people immigrate it's now i based this on the uh the recent podcast with uh, Jim has issues with his wife, where your wife. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yes, yeah, you have to know the story. Here. Oh, Mikey, best. Tanya would be one of those people who would like open borders. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the, the the walls of your house being the border, and yeah, she would that's bring the border. People who everybody homeless people living in our house. They had no real means of income. No, no real homeless. Nothing to offer. Really. No. And there were drugs coming across oh, yeah. the border also. Yeah, oh, yeah, there were. And that would be Onyx and Buddy. And yes. she was, they were coming here. They were coming into your house to create a better life for oh, themselves. Yeah. And they you. lied. They lied to Tanya and said that they needed all this help to get their son back. Son named Zabe. Z A B E. You figure that one out on your own. 
And uh, with that, you know, they're just nonsense where, where they were living in, the, in this room that I'm podcasting in right now. Uh, and Tanya was, uh, you know, oh, they're clean. They're this and that. No, that there is a good or a lucky deal that we did not get our kids taken away because of these pieces of shit that were living here. And finally, you know, Tanya got woke, as the kids say, and uh, they got kicked out, but actually got kicked out because Buddy took a dump uh, the size of an elephant and it ended up going in my face in a crazy story and they got the hell out because they knew and, and again right there shows you Mike if there was a gun in this house I might still be in jail being one of those awful people who doesn't want to let poor people oppress people those disadvantaged yeah. you do not want to let them have a better no, life I don't. you decided that they were not allowed to come into the borders of your house yes the borders of our life. house I actually thought because the story continued about the idea that supposedly a guy from Uganda had gotten a hold of Tanya, and I say supposedly he did get a hold of Tanya, I don't know where he was really from or whatever, and was talking a story there about how his family had all these problems, they wanted to come to the US, and the next thing I know, an unknown family from Uganda was going to live in this middle room again, and I said, eventually it's going to come down to this guy saying, oh, you know what, I have this amount of money that's stuck here, I mean, the whole Nigerian prince deal, that if you send me money for the plane ticket, when we get there, I'll get a job and pay you three times that amount. Thing And it, there's Tanya. She's too nice. No, no, no. You just have to pay us back the, the amount. Well, so are you crazy? Are you, you, you really think that you're ever going to see anything of this? And plus, he's not living here. Him and his family are not living in our house. For themselves. And I think that is just cruel and awful. Yes. But, you know, there are some people right who on think the rest. that maybe we shouldn't just open the borders to everyone who wants to come over, whether or not they have anything to contribute and whether or oh, not it's political you know, to be broken. So, um, yeah, you are a cruel, cruel, awful person yes, in that regard. I am. Anyway. Here's the deal. If they're going to come and live here and something happens, say something where a guy said, listen, I was married to this lady. Uh, she was crazy. You may have a podcast with her, but now I'm talking about myself. No, they say, listen, I had this and this happen to me. Nothing that I did. I tried to do the best thing. Uh, it didn't work out. I got taken advantage of. I did this, that, and the other thing. And now I am destitute and I need somewhere to live. I lost my son uh, to no problem that I caused. And now, please, I need to get back on my feet. That's a little different. When it's, hey, uh, we got arrested for uh, trafficking drugs. We, we got out of that by ratting on other people and then kind of went homeless and nobody would help us because we went back on drugs. And then we lost our son because we this and and then we tried to rob a play like these are this isn't exactly the story but all these things were problems you caused and now you think that I have to feel bad for you and let you live in our house just because you have caused your life to be a, a crazy piece of shit life well then no I, I'm not going to give any sort of benefit to you you have caused your problems now get the hell out of them you, you, you stinking buddy and onyx and come up with onyx you are a stripper and you're going by the name of onyx you're a white woman and you are a hideous white woman oh my goodness i i really can't express how just awful this woman was and yet that that's what they were doing and tanya got taken advantage of uh one of the eight to ten times that that happened in her life let's see i've triggered jim again yes so let's talk about comic books so um Vampironica, number two from Archie Comics. I don't really 
like to talk about Archie Comics on this podcast. It was a very good book. Yeah, I, I reviewed the first issue on the Jim's other comic book uh, review show on Patreon. I really liked it and had no idea. It, it came out, the number two came out under my radar, and I didn't even see that. And I was going to say, Mike's going on to his comics here. A lot of Scott Snyder, you know, influenced or Scott Snyder comics this week with Annuals Week. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder what he did get DC-wise. I read that, and um, it was it has a twist at the end. So if anyone's not reading it, not as fast of a read as the first one. Had a little bit of explanation, but I didn't mind it because it, it it was almost a little too wordy, but I didn't mind it because it's a good story. It does have a twist That's at cool. the end to keep it interesting, and I enjoy where it is going. So um, if you, you know, and, and I'm glad it wasn't as fast as a read as the first one because the first one was like uh, two minutes and I'm yeah, done. Yeah, the first so, one seemed uh, to just end, on board uh, you with know, Vampironica for now. Immediately. And... Doomsday Clock number five. I read it and it was slightly better than what it has been. There are things are moving. Hopefully it will continue to explain some of those things and, and it's, it's, it's there. So it's- yeah, I have spoiler alert. I didn't like it. I actually was bored throughout the whole thing and it's making me worried because it's starting to give us stuff that I said is what I was looking forward to. And once that came on board more of the DCU, that I would be into it. I'm not. I really don't like it that much. At one point before we started recording, and that was the book I said earlier, we recorded twice. The first time was a lot better. That didn't record. But as me and Eric got on, usually we'll say like, okay, what's the first book? We're going to do Doomsday Clock, then No Justice. And I'm like, ah, you know, I didn't like this. And Eric's, oh, I'm going to give it this or whatever. Sometimes we don't even give scores. I'm like, I'm telling you, you better, you know, take the the lead on this one because I was bored out of my mind. And right now, until you convince me, I'm giving it a one out of 10. And I I didn't go that well. I was just mad. Uh, But yeah, it took me forever. It took me over an hour to read because I started doing other things while I was reading it, which just shows that I was just bored out of my skull i i really am i i don't think if i we didn't have a podcast or whatever i don't think i'd read it now and i don't know that at the end i'd even get it in trade now i'm so bored with it i'm not going to try to convince myself to like it because it's the big thing yeah i'm still not fully Me and I'm, Mike I'm still are buying together. it when every five six seven eight months whenever it comes yeah. out but yeah i i put that off Reading until actually um, today, which is Saturday afternoon. Because- and it's funny, I said, and I don't think I said it the second time we were recording it. Uh, I said to Eric at one point, listen, did you go back and read the other issues before this? Because there's delays. And anytime there's delays, you know, we will usually go back to at least read the issue before. Uh, because it's been so long. And Eric's like, no, no, I, I just read it and I was fine. And I said, same here. I read issue five this week. And I was like, you know what? I know where everything's going. And I didn't have to like even really think that much of, oh, what happened in four? Because you know what? Nothing's happening. And I said that to me, that was such a key issue of the thing. Like we have not had issues for months in between. And, and then when it comes, I know exactly what happened because nothing is happening. They're just kind of walking around. And this one now, you get a story where nothing's happening. And now we're going to have eight different story threads going with nothing happening. And it, it's getting, now I'm getting mad again. And I'll save that for the regular podcast, but it just infuriates me about the idea of this is the big event and the delays are killing it. But the, the story 
areas too. And it depends on what you're in for. Uh, but what I'm in for, I'm not getting. And I'm not even considering this a big book anymore. And it's weird, but I don't. You know, everybody else can. This is just a book that I'm made to read and talk about on the podcast now. I, I have no interest whatsoever in it. And I'm worried that what we're getting is a blueprint. It's supposed to be what continues on in the DCU. So you get Jeff Johns writing Rebirth number one. Oh, the hope, the glory, the deal. And now setting this up, I don't need to start at a point where the, it's the darkest days. The, as Eric said in the podcast, it's, oh, it's the, you know, it's darkest before the dawn. I don't need that. I have that in the regular books now. I want something, you know, uplifting like that rebirth. And yeah, you may get an issue 12 where everything gets reset. I don't need to see people protesting superheroes and a mob in Gotham grabbing Batman and beating the hell out of him. I don't need that right now. And that's what we're getting from the big book. And that's the other reason. I'm like, go go screw yourself. I I don't like this. And the delays, you know, really, this is what I'm waiting for with bated breath for months because I'm not. I'm not losing anything on this. And I'm actually so out of it that I said to Eric that he he can go talk about it from now on. I'll do what he does like he's doing now, sleeping. Uh, I'll just sleep while he talks about it with everybody else. I was not really hyped about that. Something I was hyped about, now now I'm going to trigger Brandon. Oh, no. Is Man of Steel number one from uh, Brian Michael Bendis with a... You know, art by the Ivan Rice. Now take this, take this into account. Right now, Brian Michael Bendis hates. It's almost like we'll take the SATs. Uh, Brandon is to Brian Michael Bendis as Dancing Mike is to, and you'll say Scott Snyder because that's what it is. <laughs> it's so funny that there he's triggering Brandon because Brandon has the same ideas about Brian Michael Bendis that that Dancing Mike has to Scott Snyder. Reese. And I do have one quibble, though. Now, Superman meets the fire chief, and her name is, um, let me see, it's, is it Mandy Moore? No, that's a singer. Oh, Mandy Moore. It's Melody. Also, this is us or whatever that show is. Because I have attention deficit disorder, apparently. It's Melody Moore. Melody Moore. MM. Now, first of all, Mr. Bendis, you're not working at Marvel anymore, (laughs) so the the characters don't need to have the the first. MM. And Last Lois Lane. Of the middle name. But you are working on Superman. So you've got. Yeah, Lana Lane. Um, let's see all the Superman characters, but those are LL yes, characters. Yes, they're all so LLs. It's not MM here. Um, Mr. Make Mind Marvel Bendis. It's LL. So yep. you need to have the LL characters, you know, because you, Superman has all the LL characters. You've got, you know, Lois Lane, Lana Lang, Lex Luthor, Lori Lamaris, Lada yeah. Labia. Yeah, goes on so and on. all those LL characters. So maybe he can get on board with that. But anyway, I did enjoy where it was going a little bit wordy at times, but, um, yeah. not, not I, as I bad as the preview from, uh, the DC Nation number zero. So I am on board with Man of Steel right now. And as I said on Twitter, it is, uh, since I didn't read any of the new 52 slash DCYU slash Rebirth Superman, it is the first, is the first new Superman. Superman was a wreck in the new 52, really was. It, it was a complete and utter wreck, uh, leading up it to the truth and continuing on through the truth. But yes, the, the Rebirth Superman, uh, have been good. One of the reasons why people were pissed that Brian Michael Bendis had kind of, you know, uh, just kind of commandeered those books. But book I've bought in years and I enjoyed it. And that's the three books I bought this week. Oh, I did buy three books I haven't read yet from the uh, three for a dollar bin at the let's see, it was the Blount County Library had the Minicon oh, yeah, 2018. Yeah, the Minicon. I saw that. Little 
comic sci-fi con inside the inside like and those. around the library. So we went to that. And- Not a guy who likes crowds. So you, you know, oh, you're going to the Baltimore Comic Con. You're going to New York Comic Con. I don't know. I don't know that I can deal with that. Uh, our library had a a little Comic-Con here in Quakertown. And, of course, they decided to have it on the best day ever, free comic book day. And nobody went. I forgot about it. I forgot all about it. Why have it on free comic book day? Uh, but, yeah, I like those where you can just go. And it's cool that, you know, Mike can go and kind of hang and, and talk to the people at his shop as well there. So that, that's pretty nice. Now, the Golden Age... 1942 had a presence there, and I bought one of the new T-shirts, which I did not notice at the store, and got me a coupon for five dollars. I saw a T-shirt in the in the picture they did. I hope it's that one. I liked it. Off, that's always a good thing. Yeah, and yeah, so uh, went to a mini con earlier today, and then tonight. I am going to. Is he going to uh, uh, some sort of sporting event? It, it, would that be out of the question? We're going to go eat, <laughs> and this will shock you. We are not oh. going to eat. At Smoky Mountain Brewery. Oh my goodness. It's going to be something else. It's going to be some other thing that's involved with them. Watch. Smokey's game. So before we go there, we're going to eat at the Smoky Mountain Brewery Bullpen Lounge. See, I knew it. It, I don't even need to see your Twitter, Mike. I knew that it's a twist. In Kodak, Tennessee. Like the camera, Kodak, Tennessee. Mm. So uh, Smokies are in town. It is a nine-inning vacation, or so I Uh, hear. Yes, and there will be fireworks afterwards. So anyway, um, I'm going. I love minor league baseball. To go get ready and do that now. So Jim, I'm sorry I triggered you. And if anybody, if anybody has like kids and and the kids don't like baseball, or you want to get them into baseball, don't start with if you have if you have the opportunity. Don't start with a major league game. Go go to a a minor league game because it's so much more personal and and even to points where if you get lucky and i don't know how the smokies are uh i used to take my kids to kids to the reading phillies and at one point the reading phillies had a team and for some reason either you know the pr guy got to them or they were just good guys if you can get a minor league baseball team with actual good guys they actually treat the fans and the kids with the idea of listen you know what i'm trying to make it to the major leagues and when I get there, boy, it would be nice for these kids here to kind of go along with me on the journey. So I'm trying to get there, but I want them to get there too in a cool way. And these guys, there was a couple of these Reading Phillies that would actually just like come into the stands. And between innings, they would just talk to people and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what? That, that is a pretty cool idea to get people on. And, and again, you can, you can be, you know, cynical about it and go, look at them. They're trying to get their brand early. It didn't feel like that. It felt like they really were excited to be there in the minor leagues uh, to make their journey towards the major leagues and seeing these kids there kind of like, oh, you know what? This is like, this is how I started. Nah, this is the love of the game and stuff like that. And you really get more of that like love of the game in the minor leagues at some places. Some places, and I'm talking, you know, I don't know the Smokies, whatever, but I think the Reading Phillies are double A. Uh, and once you get to triple A, it does kind of get more along the lines of a major league experience but if you do have the opportunity for like the you know the uh the a double a deal it's really nice it's really fun i really enjoy it and i it's a shame i haven't gone in a couple years i'm you know i'm the blame for you know as much but yeah i I wish that baseball was back to being as popular as it was especially up in my neck of the woods it's here it's eagles football you know and now sixers and uh, flyers the phillies are i would say the they're they're down 
down on the bottom right now, and it's of the popularity in town. I mean, I, I tune in to the uh, the sports radio. I listen to a sports radio station here, and it's just the people are just constantly. It's still Eagles. It's Eagles this, Eagles that. Not much Phillies uh, going on at all and talking. Uh, and this is not a sports podcast. Uh, there were no guns fired during the uh, making of this. Says you. Rave. Says and you. Aren't you? Isn't the gun show in town, Mike? Isn't it? Let's see. So until next week. Speaking of that, everyone needs to go if you want to hear that um, podcast where Jim is against open borders and immigration, <laughs> and he's apparently I don't know. I think that's may, that may be racist. Anyway, no. if you want to, he's a racist. No. He he disparages someone called Onyx. How can you say th- awful things about someone named Onyx? Yeah. But anyway, if you want to yeah, hear that, Onyx. as I was saying, go to patreon.com slash weird science and you can hear Jim has issues with his wife. And- I'm actually, I think this week for the podcast, I'm going to have a little thing. I was thinking of doing it like a, it is kind of a commercial, but like something like, if you're not on the Patreon, this is what you miss this week. And you will hear me completely lose my mind and uh, to the point where i think that some people when they listen to that jim has issues i do get messages afterwards like jim you got to calm down you're gonna have a heart attack gee man send me, send me a note <laughs> listen we we need you. you you can't have a heart attack reggie always sends me it's like the the next episode when you do have the stroke uh make sure that tanya does publish that podcast because i do lose my mind and it, it's not made up i swear to god and and we have, you know, a little bit of an outline of what I'm going to say. Like, okay, I'm going to mention this story, that. It's that when I start talking to her and remember these stories, I just, I get triggered. I get so upset. And then she's just laughing and that infuriates me more. And with that, Mike, you didn't ever hear her apologize for any of this garbage. There was never an apology stated for anybody living in this house, anybody clogging up the toilet to the point that shit was above the seat. Above the seat. How does that happen? You can hear Jim's uh, comic news podcast. You can hear Jim's other review podcast. You can hear, um, let's see. There's a lot. the Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller. Another podcast or more podcasts. He's been lazy. And I'm saying it like this so Jim can't hear it. I'm the only one here, Mike. You never know when you might hear. It's just me. The guy kid, Jimmy Alvin. The guy kid. uh, The the man child, Eric Lee. (laughs) Or the a, guy just a plethora, a plethora of other. The poor Phantom Reviewer. He, the Phantom Reviewer is the guy who he takes care of the guy kid, Jimmy Alvin, and yet never gets a mention. He never, oh my God, he's a Dracula. He never gets a mention. He, I think he is very upset about that. Uh, podcasts are available if you go to patreon.com slash weird science. And it's the first of the month. I just got my receipt. So. First a month, like Jim always says, try it for a month. Yeah, and, try it for a month for free. You know, and yeah, if you join in now, if you join in and want to just try it out, see what all those shows are. You sign up for a month. Uh, you won't get charged till July first, and by then, if you've decided that you don't like what you see or hear, uh, then you just quit. You quit on us and never talk to me again. No, you just quit and say, you know what? I gave it a shot. That's all we ask, that I think that some of the things are good enough uh, that you would want to hear them the next month and the next and go on. So, yeah, that's why I say it. I don't hear a lot of people mentioning the idea that you can kind of take advantage of the system, but I think that that's, you know, we're proud of what we do. 
He says you can cancel if you're not happy by the end of the month. Yeah. But no one will do that because oh, no. when you once I've you never get in, it, there's more than enough stuff there that makes it worth it. You've also got your Patreon spotlights, you've got your back issues, you've uh, got your necessary nonsense, all of that good stuff. When you yes. go to Patreon.com/slash weird, yeah. This this coming up Monday we have the pop culture podcast. Every two weeks we do that. So this Monday is a pop culture podcast. Monday we'll be putting that one out as well. Science. So. Until next week, and that'll shorten up one section here of my little outro I usually yeah. do. Um, yeah, so until next week, let's see. Uh, turn off that spotlight. Power yep. off that Patreon spotlight, mm-hmm. like I mentioned. Proud. Pa- Patreon.com slash weird science. Proud. Uh, keep it weird. Proud. And see you in seven. Seven. See you in seven. Oh, I thought there was more. <laughs> I actually thought I saw something more, but thank you, Dancing Mike, ah, for triggering me. As always, you always, always do that. And that is the end of the podcast. That is the end of this rant rave. And like I said at the beginning, I actually like doing these. And uh, so I was kind of excited that we had two longer rant raves that I can do this. Uh, please don't think that it's like one of those like, hey, we don't care about the rant raves. That's why they did it separate. Actually, I thought that it was more of that we – I like them enough to have a separate deal. Uh, yeah, you may say that Eric, you know, he's not involved and that's because he's lazy. He's lazy, as they say in the business. But yeah, that that is the end of this. I'm going to end here and say, if you want to get involved, yeah, you know, call in. I'll give the number one more time. 641-715-3900, enter extension 452328. Now, I say this, and not many people use that because you can also record something on your own, as Luke and Dancing Mike just did, and mail it to our email at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. And actually, it sounds a lot better when you do that so I kind of push you towards that but I like having that number I just like to say it so Eric can say it's just that easy but since he's not here again I will have wrong turn say it I don't know oh no that is wrong wrong turn must be Medentia Reborn Medentia Reborn out of nowhere but yeah thanks everybody I'm gonna go I'm not gonna extend this anymore I'm gonna go right now I'm recording this getting done I'm gonna go off to do my Patreon DC or not DC Patreon comics news show right after this and then tonight if you listen to this on sunday tonight the big podcast will be out sometime after 6 p.m eastern standard time so i hope you enjoyed this uh give me some feedback again if everybody likes it this way we'll keep doing it when i have enough to do it with uh or if you don't like it i'll just scrap it so i I don't mind It's, it's just work for me so we'll get done that but yeah thanks everybody and see you whenever Oh!